Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know, it's just astounding. Everybody's worried about inflation and, and mortgage rates are going up and there's all this uncertainty in the economy. And D.R. Horton, the nation's largest home builder, just announced that new order sales increased 37% year over year and the earnings were a blowout. David Ald's the president and the CEO of D.R. Horton and joins us right now. Good to have you with us, sir. Good to be here, David. Appreciate the opportunity. Well, and congratulations again on on a good quarter. Now, I watched as Wall Street took your stock up to new all-time highs and then turned around and slammed it back on the ground. I, you know a lot about the home-building business. You know anything about Wall Street? <laughs> oh, I know they make money when it goes up, and they make money when it goes down, and they have an interest in both. So. All we do is build houses, though, David. And we you build a lot of them. You, you build a lot of them, too. And I, you know, it's really interesting. I mean, so we've talked about this before, but everybody who owns a house, nobody wants to sell it because they've got mortgage rates of, you know, 2 or 3%. So the demand is out there for new housing. Your challenge is to make them affordable, though, right? That is a constant struggle. Price of land, price of development, uh, sticking bricks on a house, it's... It, it's uh, it's a process. We've we've approached it from a standpoint of trying to drive efficiency and simplicity, simplicity, and create as many opportunities as we can for people to buy a home. So, do you? How do you do? You, do you cut corners? I don't. I don't. I don't mean cut corners. Do you make them smaller, or do you, you know, cut out some of the amenities to to make them more affordable? You have some elasticity, I guess. Uh, we do. Uh, I, I think the the key for us is uh, not overcomplicating the plans, trying to design and engineer the plans so that they go together uh, quickly. Um, you know, from a material standpoint, uh, everybody's material. I don't care whether you're building million dollar homes or uh, uh, three hundred thousand dollar homes. It's what what the components of the house are the same. So it comes down to design and then, you know, repetition, uh, uh, getting your trade base accustomed to building the homes uh, and, and not changing everything on every house you start. And that's that's really, uh, when I talk about simplicity, yeah. simplicity and efficiency, that's that's the, that's the driving factor there. So that's, so uh, that's one know, consideration. A three-bedroom home can be, can be designed to be built. On stilts or uh, <laughs> uh, with a basement. I mean, there's just there's a million different ways to put a house together, and we try to we try to make that process as simple and easy as possible. 
Then, then you and then we build a lot of so that the people that build them understand them. Yeah. Then you've got challenges too. I mean, I, I've seen construction costs go up. Labor has got. I mean, there's a shortage of labor that everybody's talking about. But right now, and I know you've seen the same stories, is that you know all the airline pilots are negotiating, and UPS is talking about going on strike, and General Motors. All the workers want more money. I guess they're trying to bargain from from strength. Well, it's uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of factors in that. When costs are going up, uh, uh, people expect to be paid. I mean, uh, people want to people want to be able to pay their make their house payments and uh, or pay their rent, and they want to buy groceries and they want to take care of their families, and uh, it just costs more. Everything costs more. So uh, again, you know, we we focus on how do we take labor hours out so that we can pay the pay the labor guys. Uh, uh, but get more production out of the uh, for every hour of work. So makes a lot again, of sense. Again, it's, it's simplifying the houses, making them easier to build. Yeah, you you and we have found that uh, we can build more houses with less labor, uh, be more than competitive on our rates that we pay, and still drive uh, affordability. So that's uh, that's that, that's that's remarkable. So so right now, I mean, you build a lot of houses that are the southwest, the south. We've had, you know, 106 degree weather in a whole lot of these areas. And up in the Northeast, you've got a lot of storms. It's got to be challenging for uh, an industry that is primarily an outdoor industry. You know, it's it's amazing to me uh, uh, what our trade base gets done out there uh, because it is challenged. I mean, it's challenged it, not only this year but every year. And uh, these guys do a great job. They show up and they work hard. Do you adjust during the summertime? I mean, they, they work more morning hours, less afternoon, or how do you how do you get around that? You know, temperatures like we're experiencing right now, these guys got to be done by one, two o'clock. So they start early and they work. Uh, you know, they try to get as much done as they possibly can before it gets uh, so miserably hot. Mm. And then uh, you know, winter we uh, we prepare our stage. Uh, uh, concrete work, uh, so that uh, once uh, uh, once the uh, it, temperatures get really cold, uh, and I'm talking about up in Minnesota and Chicago, right. they can they actually tent the houses and they just keep building year round. So I, I can remember being in Florida one time and got a call from our Minnesota division president. In Florida, we had shut down because of a, a minimal cold weather and and a light ice storm. And in Chicago, they were wide open. It was 30 degrees below zero. And, so, <laughs> and he was laughing at you. He, he, had, he had a little fun with us. I would imagine. I would imagine, too. <laughs> so tell me, about the, tell me about the mix of business. We've, and, again, we've talked about this for the last year or so, more and more sort of moving toward being ready to, to really move into the building rental homes. And I noticed you had, like, 83,000 homes that you closed in the quarter. But the, the numbers are growing for rental, up to 7,000 or so. Uh, I think that's our target for the year. Yes, that's uh, uh, what what uh, we're trying to do is is uh, be more efficient and productive with our land uh, positions, so that uh, by by incre- by adding a a, a rental uh, community to an, a big master plan community, uh, we we can build more houses at the same time. Uh, and, and kind of de-risk that operation. And, 
and I've actually I've caught a lot of grief from my daughter who thinks that uh, with a housing shortage and it being so hard to buy homes, uh, we shouldn't be supporting the rental community. And, and I tried to explain her that's a completely separate capital base from uh, the, the typical people buying homes. And in my mind, and this is my opinion, so uh, uh, every house being built is adding to the housing infrastructure of our country. And if we can utilize a separate capital base to build more homes than we otherwise could support with for sale market demand, ultimately we are improving the opportunity to buy a home down the road. So it's, uh, you know, with us, it, 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 again, it's about how do we drive the best returns on every piece of land we buy? And if we can accelerate absorption by creating a rental community that uh, uh, we're not relying on the individual homeowners to provide the capital to produce it, uh, we're actually expanding what we're offering and uh, uh, ultimately creating more housing infrastructure in the markets people want to move to, which, as you said, are predominantly right now anywhere but urban areas. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I, it's it's a lifestyle uh, selection, too, and an option. So tell me about the supply chain. We've Again, we've talked in the past about... I mean, I, I think you guys were running down to Home Depot to get dishwashers or something. <laughs> have, have, have things uh, have things calmed down? Can you can you count on having all of the all of the uh, all the ingredients to put the houses together? Uh, you know, we've seen significant improvement uh, year over year, and uh, uh, it's uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you it's completely out of the woods because uh, you know you got strikes taking place all over the place. Seems like all the time now, but yeah. uh, uh, material av- av- availability and uh, access to lots, uh, and I mean we're in good shape and uh, are have have more visibility about the uh, time and cost to complete a house that certainly than we had this time last year. So I know you spent a lot of time today with the Wall Street analysts. The- guys who helped push your stock up over 40% so far just year to date. Uh, they wanted to know about growth, I'm sure. What did you tell them? You, can you keep on growing at this level? Uh, you know, what we are seeing is uh, uh, access uh, to land and lots uh, improving right now. Uh, uh, one, of the, one of the issues that small builders have is uh, the tightening that's taking place in the banking and credit markets. So, you know, they're, they're having to slow down. Uh, we don't have that constraint. So we're able to speed up a little bit. So, uh, yes, between our rental platform and uh, our for sale business market expansions, I think you're going to see us continue to, to get bigger and bigger. Yeah, and is it all organic? Uh, DR built a lot of this business by acquisition. It got into different areas of the country by making strategic acquisitions. I would guess you go through a rough patch like we've seen for the last two or three years for a lot of home builders. They'd they'd be looking for a buyer. Have you done it? You know we've done. Uh, we we bought a small builder in uh, the Panhandle this last quarter. Uh, we bought a builder and small builder in Northwest Arkansas uh, in our second quarter. Uh, that that opportunity's out there. Uh, we we only pursue it if it opens up a, a new market or 
it is uh, additive to a, a market we're in. And if uh, the company that we're uh, acquiring has got people that align with our culture, we are we are very protective about uh, uh, our culture and 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 don't need any distractions trying to <laughs> trying to change somebody else's mind. You know, we we believe it's a uh, a great business. We provide a great service. We we like each other and. Uh, uh, trying to make sure we don't lose that uh, by either bringing somebody in that uh, maybe doesn't doesn't have that same philosophy or uh, uh, trying to force something that uh, just doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't fit so I'd say you've got the formula down DR uh, Horton stock up coming into to, to uh, earnings day up 43.4 percent so far. David Alls, the president, the CEO, and we always get some great insight into your business when we talk with you. Thank you for the time, sir. No, I appreciate you, David. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.